The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus good to be with you all this morning, and um, it's just always good to see the church full on holy days of obligation that aren't obligatory, and uh, it's, just a, it's just a testimony to your faith, and, and for that I'm very grateful. And today, as we celebrate the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, there's, there's lots of different things to reflect on. What was striking me most this morning were the words from the opening prayer as we say, Father, in, through the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary, you prepared a worthy place for your son. You prepared a worthy place for your son. And I was thinking about how, like, the first homily I think I gave here since I came here was on All Souls Day and the reading was Jesus in John chapter 14 when he tells his disciples I'm going to prepare a place for you. I'm going to prepare a place for you. And so everything that our Lord does is really 
doing for us what the Father's done for him. So he always does for us what the Father's done for him. And he says this throughout Scripture, like, I only do the things that I see the Father doing. And so the Father creates Mary and applies to her the merits of the cross before they even happen. In anticipation of our redemption, he applies those graces to her life. And she's conceived without the mark of original sin in order to prepare a place for his son. Which is an amazing thing, and it should provoke a sense of wonder in us. But that wonder is experienced all the more when we realize that he does the same thing for us, and he continues to do the same thing for us, which is to prepare a place for us prepare a place of comfort, to prepare a place of abiding in his love. And every time we come to Mass and, and we sit and we receive our Lord in the Eucharist, it's a reminder and that is the place he's prepared for us. Every time we walk into a confessional, that's a place he's prepared for us. And sometimes it's hard to get that through our heads because we might feel unworthy. And the first reading gives us some hope in that feeling of unworthiness because it's probably the first event where a human being ever felt unworthy. When the Lord asks Adam, where were you? And he says, I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. And Adam, in his shame, because he has not followed the commandments of the Lord, wants to hide from the Lord. The Lord also prepared a place for him in the garden. And now he wants to hide from him because of his sin. And then he starts sort of lying about it which is what we all we oftentimes do you know we lie about things or we we don't tell the whole truth because the lord could have said where are you and adam adam might have said you told me not to eat the fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil i ate it i'm sorry i did this i don't deserve to be here anymore he could have just been completely forthright but instead i was afraid because i was naked so i hid myself and then he starts blame shifting, which we also do. Like the woman made me do it, and the servant made her do it. But the Lord, in his mercy, doesn't allow him to avoid responsibility. He doesn't allow him to avoid it. And he continues to supply the narrative. So you ate the fruit that I told you not to eat. Because you have done this, and he gives him his consequences. But then he also promises a redeemer. I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. He will strike at your head while you strike at his heel. He promises a redeemer. 
as he addresses the serpent. And so even in this place where that is that feeling of unworthiness, maybe the ultimate unworthiness, the Lord's response was to promise a redeemer. Like, I'm going to take care of you anyways. I'm going to love you anyways. And I'm going to prepare a place for you. And that's something that we all have to remember, that in any feeling of unworthiness, our Lord is preparing a place for us anyways. He already knows. And all he asks of us is that we be honest with him. That we be integral, that we take responsibility. And that we continually strive to do better. Because the graces that were given to the Blessed Virgin Mary at her conception are extended to us through the sacramental life. Which means it's possible for all of us to be free from sin, to live in complete freedom, to live in joy, to live in unity, and to live in peace. All those things are possible. That's what we believe has happened, is that those graces applied to her at her conception, they're applied to us through the sacraments. And if that's true, we can live our lives in such a way that we're constantly abiding in that place that our Lord has prepared for us. And that is, that has to be our goal. That has to be what we strive for every single day. That every single day we strive for our own holiness. that the promises that our Lord has made to us will be fulfilled in us. And we pray that through us, as we're living that life of holiness and peace and joy and abiding love, that all of those graces applied to Mary at her conception, applied to us through the sacramental life, will overflow to others and overflow to those we encounter in our community, family, workplace. And so today, let us give thanks to Almighty God for the place he's prepared for our Lord, that place in the person of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Thank him especially for preparing a place for each and every one of us. And pray that through her intercession, through the intercession of Mary, our mother, that we too may live lives that are free of sin and filled with the Holy Spirit so that the fruits of the Spirit may be evident in every thought, word, and work of our lives.